Welcome to this episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement, hosted by Lynn. I have lived as an estranged parent. I will always love my adult son and my adult daughter. And I thank them for getting me to this transformative place in my life. So join me now for my own Once Upon a Time, my story of estrangement. This is Lynn from Once Upon a Time, from Storybook to Estrangement. By way of career, I am a professor, author, and entrepreneur. By way of a lived experience, I identify as an estranged parent. Let me start by saying my lived experience as an estranged parent is, without a doubt, the single most difficult experience in my lifetime. My healing journey continues, and this podcast is one step in that journey. I'd like to welcome back Myra D to continue our discussion on estrangement. Myra, would you please introduce yourself again to those who might not have heard you last week? Thank you. Pleasure to be here. And uh, I am Myra D, which is my last initial. And other than that, I really don't have anything that I don't want to discuss about this whole issue of estrangement. But it, when you first introduced yourself, you said the group was for people going for the same thing. And I wrote down the word same. And so what I was going to come back to is the idea that even though I'm online with 20 people who are estranged, none of us have the same path. Does that make sense? No. Like none of us. Yes. Well, you have a much bigger variety of people oh, in your than I have. That's true. So in a lot of ways, the people who come into my group, because I put it right out there, you know, this is a group for people totally estranged, where your child has initiated the, the uh, termination of the relationship and you have no recourse. It's completely controlled by the child. And how do you deal with that? So do you have any parents in your group that have initiated the estrangement and they're the ones estranging from their adult son or daughter. It's in my experience, it was, it, there has been someone who did that. And uh, there was one woman who, I guess, I don't know exactly remember if she had a bad relationship or she was actually estranged, but she met up with her son. I think she was estranged for a while. They finally did connect in some way and she met up with him and she said the reunion was so horrible that she decided she did not want to continue the relationship on her end. That he treated her so badly that she didn't want to tolerate it anymore. And I, you know, that's very different from what most of the people in the group, that's rare. It's rare. But I have had people who, I mean, this was something that really upset the people in my group, a woman who came to the group one time and she said, you know, my relationship is so bad with my kids and I feel like I'm estranged. But you know what? I think I'd like to be estranged. And when she said that, this is so not what all of us, were, or, or, our heads are not in that place. Mm -hmm. And so I, I had to really refine my definition of who should be in the group because it was very painful for people to hear that because it was minimized. She did not understand what total estrangement is. And it was minimizing. What, there was no way she could because she did, she did not experience it. 
No. That's why I say I, I, I have this narrow definition for my group. And it makes sense for your group. And, and a lot of the experts out there have different definitions of estrangement too. So it makes sense for the populations that we, that we are working with. So you mentioned before the whole, this idea of third parties getting involved. So I've had my experiences with that working with other parents. Can you tell me about the experiences that either you had with third parties? Are you talking about therapists? No, I think, well, I'm not sure if what you were talking about. Oh. You mentioned how other people might want to get involved on behalf of the estranged parents. Yes, yes. I have had uh, over the years, this is 11 years for me now, a couple of friends who wanted to reach out to my daughter. One knew her from the time she was a baby. Another one knows me only. Never, I don't think she ever met my daughter. And both, because they like me, felt badly about my situation, reached out to my daughter and one did get a response. This was pretty recent and it wasn't good. So my experience and any other attempts to reach her by anybody else failed completely. And another, other people in the group have said, well, you know, in days past, this is a generational thing. In days past, a family would unite to and try to pull the estranged child back into the family. And people just don't get involved like that anymore. But uh, I don't know, you know, if that is true or not. I mean, we live in the age we live in now. And this is what we have to deal with. So I have found that third parties reaching out has not worked at all. The child wants that control. This is my observation. Mm -hmm. The child wants that control. And I learned from the last response, which was actually did get a response from this person who never met my daughter. And the response was, every time my mother tries to reach me through any means, either third parties or trying to connect with me in some manner, it hurts me. Mm. And I was surprised by that because I didn't see myself as hurting her by trying to reach her. And she said, if my mother loved me, she would not be doing this, which is very contradictory. I mean, I want my child back in my life. I want my daughter back. And trying to reach her hurt her. You know, I still don't quite understand it, but I'll take her word for it and I just won't do it anymore. It's been my experience too with through other parents that reaching out by a third party family member or a third party friend has for the most part not been that effective. Not at all. And you know what has also not been effective from my experience? Again, there may be exceptions. But I can only right, go by right. what I've, I've seen. Sometimes people try to confront their child. They know where the child... Some people don't know where their children are, by the way. That's and true. so you're fortunate if you know where your child is. You know they're alive, they're well, and I'm in that position. At least I know that. But I do know someone who went over to the estranged uh, adult child's house. It was a daughter who was married, who had a child. And she went and knocked on the door after a year. And the daughter reacted very, very badly. She reacted in horror. She wanted to call the police. Wow. And she said that this past year where they were estranged was the best year of her life. And this mother did not need to hear that. And wow. uh, so it, it not only didn't work, it was a disaster. So I never tell anyone I could have. I know where my daughter is. And I know where she appears, where she works. And I don't ever go there because <laughs> I just don't see something good coming. And I think if she rejected me face to face, it would be worse. It would feel more horrible. 
I think that's probably the last, that would be the last memory of your daughter is telling you these, you know, these threats. And the other thing I I want to talk about is when these third parties get involved, sometimes it's of their own doing. It isn't all the times where the time when the parent says, can you, or so how do we, is that something that we can navigate if we don't even know what's happening? I don't know of any situations where, unless I'm not aware of it, where people have reached out to my daughter without my knowing. Mm -hmm. And the last one that reached out who never met my daughter actually asked my permission first. That's great. And she actually sent me, she sent an email and she sent me what she would say ahead of time. And my first reaction to her, to her offer was don't bother. She never answers anything, which had been the story up until that point. This was within the past few months that this happened. And she, um, so when she sent me a, the sample of what she wanted to say to my daughter in an email, I said, oh, what the heck? She's not going to answer anyway. She may never read it. Go ahead. And she did much to my shock in a few days. She did respond in a very negative way. And I learned from it because I look at all this as a learning experience. That's how I finally that's a big part of how I have settled myself down into this whole situation. It's all part of learning. You know, we're here on Earth to learn things. And what I learned was that my daughter sees things very differently. She actually used the words that I abused and traumatized her all through her childhood and her adulthood. And that was shocking. And Mm. then the other part was that she said that every time I try to reach out to her in any way that it hurt her and that I probably do not love her because I wouldn't do this. Well, I had no idea. And now that I know this, I won't, I won't reach out if it hurts her. I don't want to hurt her. I, I don't to a lot me. of the um, research, excuse me for interrupting, a lot That's of the it. research that says that when you ask the parent why the parent thinks they're estranged, it's very different yes. from what the adult son or daughter would say. What, what, what sense can we make of this disconnect? It's like there's two different realities, clearly. Yes, that's a, a really excellent way to look at two different realities. And I, th- I don't know if I mentioned this before about the woman in the group who reconciled with her daughter only uh, on the daughter's terms, which was in therapy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that the uh, mother thought had caused was a big cause of their estrangement. The daughter didn't even give a thought to. She had other issues <laughs> that she had that were very painful, by the way, for this mother. And she was the one who said, I think I'd rather be estranged than deal with this pain, which uh, doesn't make sense to me. I will go through anything to reconcile with my daughter. And that's where my thinking is now. Like I would, you know, and and not being in her shoes, but I would say, let me go through the pain of listening to what what I've done so that I can get beyond and repair this with my adult son or daughter. But it must be, and, and, and now as I'm thinking that through, it must be very sad, hurtful, painful to have reconciled within yourself the things you think you did and then be given this whole nother list of things that your adult son or daughter says you did that you weren't even aware of. Because now it's not not only calling into question the relationship, but also your self-awareness, your judgment, the perception of your adult that your adult son or daughter has. Yes, I, I could see that being very painful and hard to accept. But I think that's all part, if I ever had that opportunity to reconcile, 
that's well i've been working on accepting the estrangement but i would work on accepting her view she's entitled to her view of what she saw that was so egregious in my behavior towards i'd like to thank myra d for joining me today for our conversation her words of wisdom her words from the heart will continue next time as we continue the conversation heart to heart with myra d Once upon a time, from storybook to estrangement, are my own stories of my lived experience. This is not intended for counseling, therapy, medical care, or crisis care. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Each estrangement journey begins with honesty, hope, and healing. Please join us again on the next episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement.